We're back. And returning to the program is, I believe, Radio Parallax's most frequent guest, Sean yep. Minton. Welcome back, Sean. Don't forget most popular guest, yes, too, yes. based on the tons of emails I get after every show I do from myself. And, of course, Sean is always a pleasure to have on because so little preparation is needed on the host's part. I never have to read anything. I don't have to. Just We, we just we bring him on and we have at it. We'll talk about anything. You're saving me so much work. I know. That's what I'm here for, Doug. I'm here to serve you. And we do want to start off by giving you the congratulations you've earned for pointing, or making a prediction on this program that the Sacramento Kings, in spite of all appearances to the contrary, were in fact not going to mm-hmm. get an arena. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and play that clip back. <laughs> we don't have it handy. No, I know, I know. <laughs> really, not, not that big of a, I mean, it was not that bold of a prediction based on the ownership and the fact that the city of Sacramento couldn't fight its way out of a paper sack, it really was not that difficult of a prediction. Nonetheless, I was right. So I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back. Yes, you were. And I noticed some people are now, that the crowd seems to be pretty definitively turning against the Maloofs, at least. And, yep. and people like Marcos Breton are going on local radio yep. and saying, geez, these guys, are, these guys are bad. Yeah, he's been saying that for a while, to, to, to his credit. But I mean, all you have to do is look at the fact that they've sold off the majority of their assets. They've sold off their stake in the Palms in Las Vegas. Yeah, what's going on? They don't have any money. I mean, they leveraged themselves just like everybody else did. And now people are basically coming up and saying, you owe us this and this and this. So they're looking for their assets. And the Kings are really the last major asset they own. And mm-hmm. if they should get into any more deep water... Mm-hmm. You know, there may come a time where they're going to have to do something with them, which I'm sure the city of Sacramento wouldn't mind. They'll be flying coach. <laughs> I don't know if they I would hope do so. that. <laughs> but, uh, and now the talk, I don't know if you've seen it in the paper the last couple of days, Doug, but now there's all this talk about, well, let's get the A's. Let's get the A's. Yeah, like the A's are just going to like, a phone call down yes. to the Bay Area will get them yep. packing up and moving east. Listen to this bold prediction, people. <laughs> <laughs> You don't see the A's coming our way? Uh, well, you know, it's interesting because I, I read an article either online or in the paper about the history. There's actually a history in Sacramento of trying to bring the A's for about the last 20 years. Yeah. There's been attempts to bring the A's here. Mm-hmm. I guess this last attempt that Kevin Johnson was trying to put together, he didn't even tell the Rivercats he was going to do it. <laughs> I mean, this is the the most stable franchise in the city, and he wasn't even going to tell them we're trying to bring a Major League Baseball team here. Yeah, what do you think of Kevin Johnson? I mean, he, you know, he's basketball shill for yep. the Maloofs, and, yep. and you know, yep, yep, and you know, all the work he's done with the uh, with the charter schools. I mean, you can go back to his history as a business person mm. before you even go into the mayoral thing. I think he's a, I think he's a guy um, who's got a good heart. I think his mind is in the right place. I think he wants to do the right things. I just think in today's society, getting away from sports a little bit, it's too hard to get anything major done government-wise with anything, whether it's an arena, whether it's passing legislation, no matter, it's just, it's impossible now to get anything done. And I don't, I mean, I know There is this national sense of gridlock, isn't there? It is. You know, you think about a couple of years ago when the Democrats had the presidency, they had the Senate, they had the House, and they still couldn't get anything passed. So I just, it's just... You know, I, I like the grand ambitions. I like the fact that he's you know trying to get a proposal together to to give the mayor more power. I understand where he's going with that. It's just, as you mentioned, the word gridlock is perfect. There's just there's no place in society right now for someone who makes bold, major decisions without everybody nitpicking it, and then eventually, whether it's a bill or whatever, it gets nitpicked to the point where nothing ever happens. It's pretty sad. 
Yeah, it sure is. And we could probably take that topic and back right into the politics, the state capitol, and we probably should just shoot <laughs> ourselves before we, we fall into that, 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 that trap. And that's not why I'm here. I'm not here to talk politics, although I could. I'm, I'm actually here to talk. You know, we could talk about the Olympics. We could talk about the NBA finals that just concluded. No, we will not do that. You don't want to talk about the NBA Finals? No, I'd rather just put a gun in my mouth and pull okay. the trigger. Let's not do that. After okay. 10 years, probably not the best but thing But the Olympics do. I like. Okay. London, things are happening over there. Oh, that's there. right. I was thinking Beijing. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're in London this year, and I guess they're starting, what, this week or something? Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. I don't mean to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Other than maybe the uh, NBA basketball team, name me five U.S. Olympians. Right now, Olympian co- competitors. People that are going to the uh, part as a member of the USA Olympic well, team. Yeah, there's just a name couple five. people we talked about in this program from okay. Davis, and I can't remember the guy's name for the life. Okay, of me. that doesn't count. Okay, so that's zero. Okay, I'm I'm gonna bat zero. All right, I could say off the top of my head, uh, Michael Phelps, and then people who do other sports. I could care absolutely nothing. What about, about. Romney's horse? <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. So that's an excellent that's an excellent choice too. But yeah, in tennis, I could name the tennis stuff because it's at Wimbledon this year. Because who, it's, who are they? Who are they? Well, the, there's uh, the Brian brothers. I don't um, know who they are. They're Bob. It was Bob and um, Bob and Mike. They're twins. Okay. And they're a very good doubles team, and so they're going to participate. So are I they going to are they going to score Olympic gold? Probably not. They okay. they seem to be kind of on the a little downhill slide right now. They didn't win Wimbledon, but. I could name them a lot of the members of the USA basketball team. Please don't. I'm not going to. <laughs> but isn't it interesting that for as much hype as this gets, I mean, I remember, oh my God, here I go back in the way back machine. Back in the 70s when you had, you know, Bruce Jenner and you had these larger than life figures yes. that came out of the Olympics. Yes. Uh, Mary Lou Retton, you know, just, I'm just saying. Big future on Wheaties boxes. Right, exactly. Yeah. And these days, I, I just, I struggle. Um, I know the U.S. Track and Field Championships were up in Eugene last week and the week before, and I couldn't tell you who won the decathlon. I couldn't tell you who our best sprinter is. I couldn't tell you uh, who's going to take care of rhythmic gymnastics for us this year. So mm. I, is, this, is this a failure of PR or what, what's what, what's the what's the? What's it's the... a failure of interest, Doug. Oh, I just yeah. I'm not there anymore. Yeah. It's become such big yeah. business. It's bringing in the professionals. Yeah, it's disgusting. The whole thing about we have to win gold and all yep. that. And there, there's an article in Mental Floss showing all the different nations that had won. Gold, it, it was not supposed to be about that. It was supposed yep. to break down those national barriers. Yeah, that's the original intent. Or if you are the original Olympics, the intent was just to walk around naked, from what I understand. <laughs> so I think we've gone a long way from that. You know, we should do a show on the original Olympics. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I'm I, all I, for that. My understanding is the Emperor Nero won at one point, although he drove the chariot like off the course. They still <laughs> awarded him the gold. You just have to admire yeah. that sort of level of corruption. I'm thinking that I'd want to show up for the women's volleyball if that was the case. I'm th- well, anyway, I'm, I'm, I digress. Maybe gymnastics, although I don't know how exciting that would be. But I, have they I've, got this whole uh, drug thing under control here for the Olympics? I mean, we'll talk about professional sports mm-hmm, in a minute, but mm-hmm. is the Olympics dialed in? No, I don't think so. I don't think, <laughs> you know, when you when you look at the situation um, that's happening in, in cycling again with, uh, with, the, with the folks going after... Uh, that's Armstrong. Armstrong yeah. yet again. Um, everybody knows he doped, but they I, dropped. I, I just just breaking news. I think they dropped charges yesterday or something. Did they? I think so. I didn't see that. I oh. saw that he was going to bring up a lawsuit. And what they say about Lance Armstrong is he was just the best at hiding it. I mean, he was in an age where it would be literally impossible for ninety nine percent of the guys who are riding mm-hmm. to be doped up mm-hmm. and him not be. So you know, I mean, he he reminds me a little bit of of Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens in the sense that he denies, 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 denies. 
but I think that, you know, I don't know the guy, but there's just, it's, it'd be literally impossible for him to achieve what he achieved without a little bit of help. And he was just very good at hiding it. Well, this, this whole thing is very disturbing. Clemens apparently, I guess, beat the rap. Barry Bonds got, got a slap on the wrist for some yep. minor charge among yep. the many that were leveled against yep. him. Well, the thing about Clemens, all, when, when uh, his most recent case was only, it's, it was only about perjury. It had nothing to do with did you or did you not use steroids. It's, it was only did you lie to Congress. Hmm. So we spent something like $6 million for a jury to simply say, no, we believe you you did not lie that you were telling the truth. Well, Another fantastic use of taxpayer I money. have to disagree with you on that one. Um, having been in some court skirmishes in recent years <laughs> where a guy was going in there and lay, lying his ass off again and again and kept thinking like, wait a minute. Why do we bother to swear anybody in if mm-hmm. you can lie your butt off and nothing happens? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad at least somebody got popped for perjury. Right. But he didn't. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh that's right. He, got, he beat He the was rap. found innocent. So, well, I mean, when you look at... But he did lie. He oh, lied a million times. Isn't mean, the whole nation know that Roger Clemens lied? If you look at Barry Bonds in the early 90s when he played for the Pirates, he right. was as skinny as a right. rail. Right. And then when he came to the Giants... Yeah. Looks suddenly, like Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, he went yeah. from a size 6 hat to like a size 16 hat. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't find a hat big enough for the guy. So they just took two hats and they sewed them together. Is that true? Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know what it is within these guys that uh, leads them to want to fight these things until the ship goes down. Same thing with Roger Clemens. His career when he was um, when he was with the with the Red Sox was was kind of going downhill, and then he joined the Yankees, and all of a sudden he looked bigger, mm-hmm. his head was bigger. He mm-hmm. started pitching lights out, won a couple more Cy Youngs. Mm-hmm. For him to look at himself each morning in the mirror, no, oh, jeez. Knowing exactly what's going on, I, they were I don't vitamins. know how guys do that. Would you give me vitamin yeah. creams? Yeah, and that's the other thing that's irritating <laughs> is when these guys say, "I never knowingly would exactly. do that." I know professional athletes, and and I most of these guys won't take a sip of water unless they know what's in it. For, mm-hmm. So for some guy to say, for his trainer to walk him and say, "Hey, just take this." Uh-huh. No, 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 no questions. Just take this. Sure. Absurd. Absolutely absurd. I find it disturbing. I mean, it's like ever since, what is it, the 50s, the 60s, when, when steroids came on the scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, we look back at those East German women, <laughs> like the 1960s. <laughs> that's what they were. Well, you know, it was it was horrible. And these women were being used for political purposes. And, mm-hmm. and then, of course, everybody kind of realized that, my God, there's there's huge advantages to these. What am I going to call them? I mean, they're, they're drugs. They're, they're additives. They're, they're yep. illicit substances. They're, they're natural compounds that we all have in our body. But right. when they made these, these, these artificial versions of them, right. my God. I mean, it was horrible what it's done. Well, the worst part of it now is, so not only do you have these substances where, you know, your testicles uh, turn into the size of a coconut, but now you can take masking agents with they, them. They go become raisins. <laughs> they go the opposite. Oh, they go the opposite. Yeah, now, they shrink that's, up. That's how you know I'm not on steroids. <laughs> I can barely, I can barely sit in this chair right now. So that's all I'm saying. It's really, really uncomfortable. My point is, with the masking agents now, not only can you take the steroids, you can take something with it, so that nobody, no matter you know how, the test will never stay in front of the masking agents. The masking agents will always be better than the testing. Every time they come up with a new test to catch this, someone's going to figure out a way to find a new masking agent oh, to get away. Oh, this is major it. brain power and biochemistry oh, being applied out loud, here. Yeah, yeah, physiology yeah. to it's stay a step and mouse, ahead. Cat and mouse, and we're losing the battle. Yeah, I mean, I. To me personally, if if somebody wants to do that, I don't, you know, especially if you're a professional football player, professional wrestler, whatever, that is, you know, 
I'm all, uh, that's your choice. If you want to die when you're 50, you know, you look at what's going on now with uh, football players, with the ALS stuff, and wrestlers. I used to love following wrestling in the early 80s, mm-hmm. WrestleMania, the WWF. If you look at some of those guys, I mean, half those guys are dead. And they died in their 50s because they all took the stuff that Vince McMahon was giving them, lots of steroids and all this other stuff. They're dead or they can't walk or they've had their hip replaced 50 times. But I think that's their right. I mean, if that's... If well, you, Dina Dell show talked about a poll they did some years back. They asked people, "Would you would you be willing to trade a five year life expectancy mm-hmm. for Olympic gold?" These people were all overwhelmingly yep. sure. Sign yep. me up. That's a great point because it's the same thing that you can say to a running back in the NFL whose lifespan is four to five years, not life lifespan, but right. career span right. is five years. Would you take that five years and make your twenty million, um, knowing that you could very well die before you're fifty years old? Or would you just take, you know, a sales job working at a car dealership and live to be 75? To a man, they say, give me the five years. I don't care if I die early. So, Well, we have a lot of listeners who are of a relatively young age, being we're on a university campus here. And people in their 20s, I think, look forward and say, yeah, live fast, die young, leave a mm-hmm. good-looking corpse. Yep. But, you know, when you get to be 50... <laughs> You start thinking, boy, that was a really crappy idea. Yeah. When I think about the stupid stuff I did in college versus the way I live my life now, it's, I mean, I, I had the same philosophy, but, you know, once you hit a certain age, it's uh, it's a it's pretty eye-opening experience, especially, you know, if you have kids and things like that. I, I, I think it really kind of... Yeah, well, to go back to kids, I mean, I do, I do, uh, I work in urgent care still, and a lot of people come into urgent care to get their... Uh, sports physicals done and every certain time of year they just flood the clinic everyone has to get signed off and I see a lot of these uh, uh, young men who and I look at them and I go you are on something I mean they're playing football and they're just too big they're just too bulky and it's just like man and I know it's everywhere is that when you do the raisin test then is that when that that actually comes up because if I came in the first thing you would say to me is you are not on steroids I guarantee you that and you should probably have those checked out you know, to be honest, we don't we don't delve that deeply into playing cop. <laughs> it's not my role to say, you know, this young man is abusing steroids mm-hmm. because uh well, it's just it's just not my job. I mean, I have my suspicions, but I wait a second. I don't mean to turn this interview around, but as a physician, what do you mean it's not your job? I mean, it's not your job to say I'm concerned because it would appear that if you're 5 foot 2 and you weigh 275 pounds. I have pounds, had many conversations with with the men, the young men, and said, look, are, are you on steroids? And sometimes they say, yes, I am. And I just say, well, as a doctor, I have to recommend that you, you know, I mean, I know this is performance enhancing, but you're, you, know, you potentially have a terrible mm-hmm. price to pay for this. I've seen people go nuts. Mm-hmm. You can have huge acne outbreaks yep. uh, that are terrible. You can, and you can, all these things you're talking about later in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they look at me and they nod their head. And it's like, you know, I know I don't have the power to stop them. There is no provision on these physicals, by the way, to say, you know, steroid abuse, check mark, yes yep. or no. Right. No, they're not looking for that. They're looking yep. for something to where if you get whatever problem on the field, that the, the school won't get sued. Yep. There was not some condition that got overlooked. Yeah. But and they should have that. But, the, I, but I wish I had some power to do something. The other, the other part of that is, is um, how silly these kids are for thinking that it, it, we, 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 are, we are given a dream in the United States that everybody can make a pig, everybody can be rich. And again, without going off on a political tangent here, the fact is it's, it's very, very rare. But if you are, you are told you have a way out, 
professional sports, you know, whatever, rock and roll star, you know, these things where the odds are like one in six million. <laughs> but these kids are given a bill of goods either by their parents, by their coaches, by their AAU coach, whoever it is. You know, if you want to compete, if you want to make it to the next level, this is what you have to do. And so many of them just flame out early, lots of injuries, you know, the roid rage, some of the things that you're talking about, all the, all because they're trying to live this dream where, you know what, it, it's not that bad to be an insurance salesman. You live a long time, you make a decent living, <laughs> you know, it's okay to follow your dreams to a point, but to take it to the extreme that some of these guys do, I think it's just nuts. And schools, are, we all know schools are looking the other way. Coaches yeah, oh, are looking gosh, the other yeah. way. I mean, the, the, you bet. You know, if you're a coach, you want a winning football team. And yep. if your boys are out there uh, juicing up, well, what the yep. heck. And if you look at the traditionally powerful high, you know, high schools, colleges, whatever. Oh, yeah, perennial perennial yes. powerhouse yes. high schools and exactly. football. I'm sure that yep. you know, they have had a dispro- way dis- disproportionate number. Yep, yep. And same thing and when you look at the Alabamas and LSUs and – a lot of the SEC schools. I mean, these guys. You know, they got they got guys flipping out on them all the time on steroids and absolutely, yeah, yeah. I you know I, I think everyone's worked worked out in the gym and noticed a big guy in the corner just looking like he's in a bad mood, pumping a lot more weight than everybody yep. else. Yeah, thinking, wow, I know yep. what he's doing, and he's popping zits on his back. And... <laughs> it, it frustrates me that like we've known about this for a while, and and there's been a lot of lip service paid to doing something about it. But I mean, I think back to like you know McGuire. Appearing before Congress. Congress is supposed to root out the problem, mm-hmm. get to the bottom of this. And they ask him questions, and he says, oh, I decline to answer that. Yep. yep. Rafael Palmero is, is probably even the epitome of that, where he sat in front of Congress and said, I did not take performance-enhancing drugs. And about a month later, tested positive for steroids. So there you go. Did they prosecute him for perjury? No. Damn it. No. It's funny about Rafael Palmer because he did what a, what a lot of, of, of folks do of, of, uh, of the uh, Hispanic persuasion when they're in front of Congress. All of a sudden, his English got really bad. <laughs> it's like, uh, don't understand what you're saying. No uh, oh, my gosh. Look at the time. Got to go. <laughs> God. Sean, we just burned through 20 minutes. Like, bam. Oh, it's magic. It's a whole segment in the can here. It's ma- can I go? Is that... Can I leave? No, why don't you stick around? Let's ah, talk. Let's, okay. Let's talk more in the in third segment. Okay. All we right. can put you in the can for a future show, but <laughs> what the hell? That sounds very painful. All right. I'm having a great time, so stick around. You're listening to Radio Parallax. I'm Douglas Everett. We'll be back in a minute with more chat with our good pal, Mr. Sean Newton. Thank you. 